Joe. Hey. Hey, buddy. How are you? Well, you know, um, meeting, 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 meeting. Show. Yeah. So what are we going to talk about today? Wonderland? Uh, Real quick. (laughs) (laughs) I had a DM from somebody saying, dude, kill the fucking Wonderland. I'm like, we can't, like, I'm not going to cover it like we have been, but there's no news today that I'm actually seeing because I haven't had a chance to look, but, but this is a story that impacts the whole end, the whole industry. And so we're going to have to like keep up with what the solutions are. So uh, real quick to everybody, I just posted a new episode of mission deep about gains network. We talked about that a little bit last week uh, after listening to it again, to edit it. So fired up about this project, man. I can't wait to use the hell out of this thing. So, um, and here, let me give them, give everybody our, uh, our little uh, affiliate link with them. Okay. So. You're going to put it um, on the bottom? Yeah, I'm going to put it on the banner. Okay. Um, so anyway, um, just this is such a powerful platform, man. Synthetics trading, leverage trading, fair trading. They don't empty out the rest of your account. The only thing you're risking is the amount you're putting in a trade. So when a liquidation happens at uh, 90% down, 0.9% down, depending on the leverage you're using, um, you uh, just lose what you put in. And, you know, for leverage traders, I'm not, I don't have a ton of experience with leverage trading, but from the perspective of being able to, um, from the perspective of being able to do higher speed trading uh, like we can do, on um you know like i do on centralized exchanges with our mean reversion indicator this is now possible and it's completely decentralized right because you're trading synthetics so forex and crypto they're adding stocks and commodities later so this isn't a really really awesome awesome platform i'm just so impressed and of course i'm really impressed with the fact that whoops i'm really impressed with the founder seb because he built the entire damn thing by himself and manage the community and manage marketing and biz dev got a huge mm-hmm. grant from polygon they have a contest going like all the time right now uh where's the contest shit anyway i think it's like a hundred fifty thousand dollar trading contest and almost everybody that gets in if you have one trade in profit you at least win 30 bucks um so mm-hmm. it's just it's just an awesome platform. Uh, Polygon loves it because it's using Polygon. He's going to use rollups from Polygon later. Uh, really nice guy. Um, obviously determined to build something really great. So anyway, um, some possibilities for us for a partnership later on, but uh, nobody's going to be able to type that fucking URL. Wow. <laughs> I'll put that. Yeah. I'll put that in the comments so people can copy it there. <laughs> I just went. Yeah, just I went just gains.trade. And, uh, uh, get the lease to their website and start there. Is, yeah, no, but don't do that because we want to get we get a cut. Oh, the referral link. link. The referral link. Yeah, sorry, man. Joe. Sorry, God, Joe. I'm not up on that game too well, but I'll learn. I'm learning. Nah, we get a we get a piece. So here's the deal: like 200 daily traders are generates fourteen thousand dollars a day in fees to the platform. Oh hell yeah! So split that, we get half. All right. If yeah, we drove, I need throw, some income. So 200 of them to go, right? There you go. All right. So that's it. Great, okay. great episode. Check it out at missiondefi.com. Really, Seb is a really cool guy. Cool. So I will start moving that one in other channels too. Um, yeah, that's good. That's good. I mean, everybody saw the uh, 
I mean, I don't know. Everybody's had probably been pretty happy this morning with the little. Uh, Where pump. are we right now? I haven't even looked at the freaking chart since the pump earlier. I got ETH at twenty nine forty three and BTC over forty. Woo! Forty three fifteen. Here's so. the interesting thing: all those institutional guys in material indicators are still saying. Well, they were saying when it hits thirty nine, it dumps to nineteen. So they're all saying that uh, this is the level where this whole thing uh, eventually capitulates. But I, wait, I, institutional guys are like individuals. Now these are you know have... all the traders in material. You know the guys in material. Yeah, like XBT and all those guys. Whales, all yeah. those guys. They're all saying, yeah. uh, you know, their their line was thirty nine and then capitulate. So this is going to be really interesting. Yeah, I don't. I, I kind of go the other way on that one. I mean, I, could I would see love a to see it break right through. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, I don't. I think everybody's still waiting a little bit. I, I don't see like if the Fed came out and said, "Oh, we're hiking rates a point," or you know, there was some numbers today, unemployment and something else that were out. I didn't really track it, but it must have been interpreted okay, or we wouldn't be running like this because it came out in the morning. Um, and then there's always that counter logic about, "Oh, you don't want the." market to be doing well because then the fed's going to raise rates which is going to tank crypto i don't agree yeah. with that yeah um i think if the market's booming crypto's booming so you know i mean that's the way i go and right now still um and then in any big dislocation event um you know we still don't know do people shift into crypto or do they stay where they are and you know that's a tough one to, to see but i don't know I, I i feel good about everything right now when it's so doom and gloom and when you're telling me these guys are saying it that makes me feel even more that it's going the other way. Um, <laughs> you know, well, just that's, because, a, that's a nice little tiny parabolic line though today, man. That's kind of fucking crazy looking at this. Yeah, I and mean, that's just that's the five minute candles. Um, well, I'm know. looking at it on on Coin Gecko, and it looks like, you know, looks like somebody that's hit ETH. the somebody hit the lie detector machine, and it just went straight up. Well, yeah, the BTC chart right there, yeah. three grand move. Yeah. yeah, from 3720 to 4020, yeah. 4200. Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of feeds in with a lot of the media. Like I was looking at, um, where was this? Uh, I just would like to know, not worry about what the fuck Bitcoin's price is anymore. That's what I'd like. Well, MicroStrategy, you know, Sailor's looking for other ways, what to do with his 125,000 BTC. And he's talking about yield farming and shit like that. <laughs> so he might be heading toward DeFi. Well, well, um, look, I mean, I want to actually have a note to talk to you because I want to do a show next week where we just look at uh, Bitcoin DeFi projects. So okay. those on Stacks and those on Sovereign, because there's some powerful shit happening there. Like, you know, and look, I, I tweeted the other day. There, There's one project that has broken through and has government endorsement, and that's the city of Miami with uh, city coins. And mm. that is a Stacks BTC project. That is a Stacks oh, really? DeFi project. Yeah, that's all based on the on the layer that they built on top of Bitcoin, and that's by the protocol Stacks. And you know, when you start handing cities seven million dollars this week to the city of Miami for nothing, like doing fucking nothing, and then the mayor says, "I'm going to give it to all the residents," that mm -hmm. that's going to get people's attention and. You know, all of us that think Ethereum, you know, Avalanche, Phantom, we're all going to dominate DeFi, better not fucking sleep on what Stacks and Sovereign are doing on Bitcoin because they don't yeah. have the traction yet. But as soon as the fucking maxis capitulate a little bit, 
or the rest of the world says, hey, I want to check out this DeFi shit and starts with Bitcoin, then things might change. And mm -hmm. a lot of the institutional guys may say, well, look, I can do the same shit and be on the Bitcoin network. I bet my boss would be happy if I'm on the Bitcoin network. The yeah, it's kind of the cover your ass safe. Yeah, it's Bitcoin like I bought now. from IBM, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And, and so I just I would encourage everybody to go take a look. Stacks and Sovereign, S-O-V-R-Y-N. I've interviewed the Sovereign founder. I can't get fucking Maneeb to schedule a time from Stacks. Um, but I tagged him the other day. He agreed to do an interview, but it's been months. But okay. um, but but Stacks is a polished platform. They have a shit ton of money, um, and they're handing it out to projects. So yeah, anyway. I saw that. We'll do a show on it next week. Yeah, I saw that. You know, Austin has one, and I think New York City has one, and now Philadelphia is getting ready to launch. Yeah, Philadelphia so, just said, "Show me the money." Fuck yeah! yeah I mean, what are they going to say? What? Who, what elected official is going to say, no, I do not want, I don't want my money, my free money. Yeah. yeah. I mean, cause you can fund anything you want with that. You know what city would do that? Fucking San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> cause it's so, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, but look back to sailor and strat micro strategy. He's got 125,000 Bitcoin, 110,000 are currently unpledged anywhere. And he's talking about doing something with that. So I don't know where he has the other 15,000. I would suspect probably Ave. Or something like that but um you know that's what he's talking about because they well, took an impairment loss he's of 149 million yeah yeah and so he's going to start he wants to park this somewhere borrow against it and then buy more bitcoin so that's a pretty friggin big uh move there so i thought that's pretty interesting i mean maybe I, I, that's part of our pump today yeah I, it's something i mean there's another one um which one is this now i saw uh, Novogratz is taking on green crypto mining. So they're doing a whole bunch of things to try to get that. And it's got a lot of good data in this article. Single Bitcoin transaction consumes 2,264 kilowatt hours. 100,000 Visa transactions uses 148 kilowatt hours. Now, I don't know. I guess that's just really saying it's very hard to use Bitcoin as a payment system um, because of the cost for right. a transaction. But, you know, they're actively working to get that down. And I thought this was kind of interesting. This sustainability commitment, Global Bitcoin Mining Council um, is estimated to have used a 57.7% sustainable mix. So I guess that's renewable, solar, wind, all of that. But what I was thinking about was, are the mining companies, you know, going into Klima now and buying carbon credits? Do they have to do carbon offsets or are they just doing it on their own initiative? So that makes me start thinking about the, the carbon, BCT, Klima, anything around climate change and carbon yeah. credits. Yeah. This could be a big boost for that, too. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you know, MIT experts are working with the Boston Fed to test the central bank digital currency. U.S. Good article to read. MIT News. Um, you know, my favorite Zuckerberg's dream of launching cryptocurrency officially over got <laughs> shut down everywhere all along the way. And I just wish that dickhead would just get crushed. I just hate those motherfuckers. <laughs> I just did. It's the, an abomination, man. It's just sick. And there's something yeah. else I saw about that. Uh, Silvergate bought the DM operations, which was the. Uh, yeah, Facebook. yeah. Silvergate's actually a pretty cool uh, operation. Yeah. Uh, crypto, yeah. crypto based bank um, um, have some cool capabilities and they're smart because they see what USDC is doing. Right. So mm -hmm. now what would be really smart is if they want to make headway with DeFi is have a backed, figure out a way to have it backed so they get regulator clearance without the backdoor 
blacklist. So uh, yeah. I don't think they, I think that's next to impossible, but um, it'd be interesting to see if they tried using this infrastructure. And I guarantee you, look, Facebook has some awesome fucking developers, right? And I guarantee yeah. you, whoever was developing uh, DM did good was shit. Top tier. You yeah. would think. So um, I think they bought themselves a good a good product. Uh, we'll see how they use it. Yeah, and then of course your buddies at Cardano, um, ha, ha, ha. they um, <laughs> you know their DeFi protocol attracted 100 million native tokens staked. I think this is Meld, and I was looking at this. It's actually kind of interesting because you could stake tokens, but they never leave your wallet. Yeah, and you could stake anything. So something worth looking would, at. If they would mm -hmm. fire the fucking cow that runs that thing, they might actually get some adoption. Yeah, God, that guy's such a jackass too, man. I just like, whatever, man. Just get out of the top twenty. And crypto, apologies man, to everyone that's a fan of Cardano and him that listens to the show. I, we just have strong opinions. We probably shouldn't, but we do. So, but we still love you, and we hope you still love us. Yeah, and prove us wrong. You yeah, know, that's all yeah. I ask. I don't. Yeah, I don't care. Listen, you know the wrong. thing that's most frustrating about to me about that project is, is, it, the frustration is not that it took so long. The frustration is is that it was treated like an academic experiment while fucking with people's money, and that to yeah. me, it and then it took so long. Right now, look, there are plenty of people that have made shit tons of money on Cardano. Don't get me wrong. It's it, and from a trading perspective, yeah. it's great because it's got that it's got that nice volatility runs up and down, but I just, and I just, I'm not a fan of dudes. It's the same way with the avalanche uh, founder. Just not a fan of assholes. I just, yeah. I, I just, I, I know there are people in crypto that love, you know, the guys who are fucking abrasive Dicks. and annoying and Dick. And I get it. I do understand kind of that bravado and let's go kick their ass kind of thing. I'm just more of a, I guess I'm a little more kumbaya. I like, I like the, I like competition. I love competition, but I like it where, um, you know, we're all learning from each other. So. <laughs> James, James says, Hoskinson's had five years to prove us wrong and it still doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, well, dude. Yeah. But this is good news too. Oh uh, yeah. James uh, said, cool fact. If you stake stacks, you get BTC as your reward. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. Um, speaking of BTC, uh, one BTC veterans raised 150 million to bring DAOs and NFTs to BTC. Oh, so this I is kind of interesting. So, Muneb Ali, let's see, it was Princeton Block Stack. Where is he at now? Work Bitcoin's anonymous. I didn't get a chance to read this article. Uh, New York-based Trust Machines is the company. He co-founded it with Princeton computer science professor J.P. Singh. Uh, unleash the true potential of Bitcoin, developing DeFi, DAOs, NFTs. Yeah, but see, so it's called Stacks, now called Stacks. That is Stacks. rebranded yeah. Stacks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the problem is the fucking maxis, the guys who control huge chunks of the Bitcoin supply, hate it because it's a layer and it's mm -hmm. coins are released for the protocol besides Bitcoin. Now, I so I, in lieu of that, here's my smart-ass tweet from this morning. So there's a new DAO to try to free Julian Assange, right? Mm -hmm. And they've already raised $4 million. Where now, is he now? Is he in uh, London, London or Sweden? Yeah, yeah okay. no, I think he's still in London. And and so they already raised four, $4 million. So I tweeted, Bitcoin maxis, I'll never put money in useless scam shitcoin DAOs. Free Assange DAO. <laughs> 
Have you seen how we raised four million dollars to free Julian? Because it's like, what the fuck, man? You know, you, is it going to his legal defense fund, or is it yeah, going to that? Yeah, yeah. So essentially, they are. Uh, there's an NFT being sold by an artist to raise money for him, and they're raising to pay, I guess, some outrageous amount for the NFT so that that all goes to his legal fund, and then they own the NFT as a DAO. Which is cool because yeah. it may turn into some value. Yeah, he deserves legal representation. I, he I does. I, Look, I'm so torn with that guy. On one hand, I want anybody publishing information to let us know corrupt shit that's going on. And our government was fucking around big time. And he revealed a lot of really critical shit. Um, so I kind of put Snowden and Assange on people who were willing to risk their lives to, to let us know what the fuck was going on. Um, and the other hand, I also understand the argument that at some point, you know, our intelligence services have to be able to keep shit secret. So it's like, I'm a bit torn on that one. I, I, I lean more to, um, free the information when we're fucking around and doing shitty shit. Yeah. I mean, I'll take the counter on that one. Uh, that, you know, the problem was a lot of that information that was revealed compromised sources in a that lot of foreign countries and there was that, like literally thousands of people executed over that shit yeah. and that's why they will never well, forgive him i mean i don't know that we have proof of the executions well but, but no, my, my, my point is i agree with that you're right and and he irresponsibly disclosed you know look because it was that stupid state department cables I mean, why their system wasn't more secure i don't know right. and i don't remember where this all came from if this was the chelsea manning stuff or if this was something else but um you know, still, when you're talking about people in other countries that we work with um, to influence or whatever, um, in those countries, a lot of those countries don't like that, particularly yeah. the authoritarian ones. So yeah. think, you know, all the ones that we um, don't like. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and those people did get rolled up. I mean, that's the first thing that happens. They get rolled up and tortured and then executed once they yeah. get up the network. No, I get it. Totally get so it. So that's Look, bad. But on the other hand, like, but, I, but go ahead. Go but ahead. I was going to say, to your end, I, I think he's been punished a lot. Totally. <laughs> I mean sitting in that hole, the Ecuadorian embassy for what, five years? Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of am going more that um, I know everybody wants payback, but I think that he's served a pretty big sentence already. Yeah. Um, and I would like some subtlety, right? So maybe in the law that yes, we want the press to disclose shit, right? And keep our governments accountable. That's their purpose. But that there is a punishment for irresponsible disclosure. Right. That there is a punishment for disclosure that puts people's lives at risk. Right. And mm -hmm. guarantee you, there's a lot of people that even if he doesn't go to prison are going to want to kill it. So oh, yeah. because they've lost family members or whatever. Right. So anyway, we should probably not. He's just uh, after either way. But I but so tell me more of the Assange Dow. So you tweeted. Um, I'm not going to invest any more BTC shitcoin stuff. Is that what you said? Or yeah, I was making that? a smart ass comment about Bitcoin maxi libertarians. Right. They would never. <laughs> They, I'll never give put money in a fucking DAO with scammy shitcoin shit. I mean, you can search right now for scammy shitcoin DAO and you'll find some fucking maximalist going up. But in the meantime, those scammy shitcoin DAOs are raising $4 million to for Assange's legal defense fund, right? Yeah. It's just trying to, I, I'm always busting chops on the maximalists. So. No, no, it makes sense because who are the loudest ones there? It's probably the newest people that have gone through the uh, brainwashing programs that people are doing. <laughs> That what they think it's the only thing, and it's like whether they're you know Hare Hare Krishna or BTC BTC, it's just the same fucking thing. 
Now this is yeah. crazy. I I uh, oh never mind. I, it's uh it's never mind. I thought it was something else. Well, no oh no no. So I was it. looking at this. Just some stuff on sentiment. Um, uh, you know, kind of like how people are going into Bitcoin on weaker dollar stuff. Just it's a good article to read. I don't want to cover it too deep, but it talks about the employment drops, factory activity. Whether that's a micron or it's you know something else. And I saw some other data. You know, they talk about this. Um, you know, the lack of participation in the labor market. And I'm seeing data that there's like 30 million people out there with long COVID that just can't work. They're totally like, you know, Lyme disease kind of thing or something. They're just so chronic fatigue well, syndrome. Uh, my other out. My other buddy, Chuck, uh, out in out on the West, West Coast, Coast. Yeah. He's got long COVID. Now, he's not debilitated, but it, it had been three months since he worked out. He just started exercising again last weekend. Um, and his doctor was like, you know, he's trying to get answers. And the doctor's like, we don't fucking know. No. Yeah. So, you know, we don't we don't know what's going to happen to you. But anyway. Um, OK, so this is a theme here is that, you know, the primary catalyst on the Fed's rate hike plans was steady recovery in the U.S. job markets. But since the number came in lower than they expected, lesser than expected ADP readings, the central bank could backtrack on its tightening plans or oh. slow it down. So that's oh. what the, the bump's about. I get um, it. That makes sense. So I will tell you this. I, I checked in on uh, a couple of messages from, that I had from Fred. It does look like, um, although we broke through that wall, there's a massive sell wall a little bit above us. And the um, support wall at 35,000 has completely disappeared. And it's down at uh, 30,000. So, uh, you know, everybody be yeah. cautious. Don't We are not financial advisors and we are not fortune tellers. We cannot fucking predict what's going to happen. So let me you see know. if I can find your guys' latest heat map here. Um, I'll f I yeah. can forward it to you. It's it, he, one. is it this one? I don't know. He just put it on Twitter. Oh, okay, all right. Um, but yeah, no, no, I am not. That's I'm just saying that it's gone up three thousand today. Yeah, I'm not exactly. Sure, what happens next? Exactly. Um, so to me, that kind of move makes me happy because I see everything else in my you know, alts and everything up 10%, but that doesn't mean I'm going in at this point. Exactly. Uh, so be cautious. I'm just saying, I, I, I kind of want the big wick down, you know, and blood in the streets basically, because that when it hits like that, then everybody starts pouring in. So that's when you get, you kind of clean out all the paper hands and dead weight, and then you kind of have a solid foundation to move up. But yeah, I don't see how it goes down to what you say, 19. Yeah. Um, I don't see how it goes below the cost of mining. Without that's what's hard to imagine. Triggered. No, I love yeah. that theory of yours, I, and I and I definitely agree. I think that's a problem. I mean, I mean, theoretically, it could. People just panic, and that's what happens, right? Um, but then but, everybody's going to storm in at that point, you know? Yeah, exactly. If the cost of mine is twenty four grand and it's below that, I mean, you know, everybody's going to want in on that action. The miners are going to be playing that too, exactly. To protect their stacks, so. Um, I look at that as kind of good too. Um, as long as it goes fast, <laughs> you know, right? I don't like these bleed them out things. I like just you know, yeah, two shots well, in the I head. A, and then I did a poll on Twitter and I said, would you rather, would you rather fifty percent drop over three months or no over a month or fifty percent drop in twenty four hours? And everybody said fifty percent drop in twenty four hours. Yeah, because everybody's just lingering on a knife's edge. I mean, that's what stresses everybody out. Exactly. Once it moves, it's like just get the fuck over with. Yeah, yeah. it's like now you're like, okay, cool. I don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, 
But, you know, this was cool, too. Um, bipartisan tax bill was just put in place to uh, for a tax exemption for small crypto transactions. So everything below two hundred dollars doesn't have to be reported. Yeah, um, that's lovely. virtual currency tax fairness act. I mean, it sort of reminds me of like, you know, deducting meal expenses. You know, right. it's like if it's less than well, this is a couple of years ago, but if it was less than seventy five dollars, you really don't need a receipt. You know, right. you just right. claim it So because right. they don't want the burden of having to deal with it. Same well, thing and I here. just saw an article the other day saying they can't even keep up with what the fuck they got. Now, um, it's I remember seeing some article. You know, there's like 15 systems built on top of systems. I think the core of it's still running on IBM mini computers from the mid 60s or something like that. <laughs> and and all this other stuff strapped on top. I remember reading stories when they're you know hire temps to process returns and they come in and, <clears throat> and they find the temps have stuffed them all up in the ceiling and hiding them <laughs> and throwing them away and stuff. <laughs> So, Can you, you imagine know. you get that temp gig and, oh. and they're like, here, here's 500 people. We're going to fucking audit and run to the poorhouse. And they're like, huh. Yeah. Or you're like, uh, <laughs> hey, man, Eight I could lose your now. return for you for five grand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but this is good because this kind of focuses on the big stuff. And it's a yeah. bipartisan bill. So we'll see where that goes. Oh, um, oh, so, oh. So, so Benny so, Schweikert. Yeah, uh, real quick, let me hit this. Uh, did you see this GameStop and this Project Immutable announcement yesterday? I saw something about that. I don't remember what it was. So though. I saw this announcement yesterday. I'm like, what the fuck? That's awesome, man. Are you like, going to share? Full blown. Uh, I can share it, I guess. Uh, oh, I was just, you don't have to. I was just going to move the screen if you needed it. I left my fucking door open, didn't I? That sucks. Um, uh, you know you what? I'm not to going share. to. Yeah, um, anyway, they announced a partnership. The founder of Immutables up there talking about how great this is. It's basically NFTs and integrations and uh, baking the NFT marketplace for GameStop. Uh, and I'm assuming they were planning, you know, some level of integration. Well, then I saw a tweet this morning. I got to fucking find that. I'll post it on the I'll post it in the comments when I post the episode later today. But essentially, it looks like Immutable paid GameStop in a hundred million dollars of their tokens to do the partnership and GameStop dumped 30 million dollars this morning. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, I did hear about that. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, dude? You how are you and working in this industry? How are you working? Yeah, grant. A grant. How are you yeah. working in this fucking industry? A grant for a, a public company that just had their valuation soar over the last year. How are you working in this industry and know that that's not know that that's going to come back and bite your ass, right? Like you don't put yeah. a lock on that money. You don't do fucking anything. Like you let them sell a third of it 24 hours that's after you good. announced it. Like, yeah. The ah. so, so they permissioned them to sell it. That's weird because I certainly would not allow that because it's a grant. No. It's not an investment. If you're like doing a series C into somebody, then you let them trim a little shares because you want them to feel good about it. You know, mm -hmm. the company. But you know, not on a grant. I mean, that just <laughs> well, it's not a grant; it's a bribe, so they can well, say they have a partnership. There you that's, go. That's that's all it is. That's, that's the same thing. That's what SEC fines are for big banks. Yep. You can call them yep. fines; they're still a bribe. Yeah. Or a fee. Well. Yeah, a tax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is pretty good too. Uh, good article in Forbes on DAOs. Um, not a fad. They're a platform. Nice. Interesting stuff in here. We, you know, this is a normie magazine that people read. So um, you kind of see what's going out into the non, say, crypto community. But it's pretty cool. I recommend reading it. Yeah. Um, 
And then I thought this was pretty cool. I don't know if you sent this to me or we were talking a little about MEB cool, and stuff I like that. Did. Yeah, just-in-time liquidity provision. No, I Popular MEB strategy for DeFi. Um, let's see what we got here. Well, and I encourage Wait. everybody, you know, don't forget about CalSwap. By the way, CalSwap, if you swapped, uh, the vote is about to pass to turn uh, to release the Cal token and take the whole team from CalSwap over into its own entity and its own DAO. Um, so if you have swapped in the past on CalSwap, it's very likely you will be receiving some free Cal in your wallet. But don't forget that CalSwap provides full MEV protection. And when you do trades on layer one, you mainnet, you do not have to pay your fees in Ethereum. You can pay it in the token that you're trading. So um, it's whenever you don't have gas, ETH for gas, or you don't want to spend it, go to CalSwap at least. Um, mm -hmm. But they also have a really cool model for um, getting best prices and uh, both sides. So, yeah. Well, that's all I have news wise. That was what caught me um, this morning. Um, but you know, this is this is kind of the story of the day right here. The the BTC chart in my yeah mind. yeah absolutely What's going on there absolutely. Um, let me see if I had anything else we didn't touch on. Listen, I'm going to ask everybody, uh, hey, if anybody's interested and would like to come on the show, go to Stacks and check out the projects that are on the Stacks protocol or Sovereign, S-O-V-R-Y-N. DM me after you've checked out one of the projects and we'll let you come in and summarize it. So anybody that has an interest in just for shits and giggles being on the show, um, maybe we'll do it next Tuesday or Wednesday, Joe. What do you think? I think it's great. And just remember, I saw an article the other day, too, that now it's turned that, you know, people who are known as having crypto have more success in their dating life. Exactly. So think about crypto, that. Get on this show. All gets the ladies and all the guys will know that you have, that you're cool. Yeah. Is that working for you, Joe? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's like, uh, yeah. Single man. I just don't go anywhere right now. No, I'm just still like. I just, you know, <laughs> walk, take, spend time with my daughter and do this. Yeah, but you're in like, you're in the best place possible for it. I'm not going to say. Oh, but, oh know, the Grove? Oh, yeah. well, okay. We will say. Oh, oh, no, no. Yeah. I mean, but look, you know, I got a mango tree right here. I've got a family of peacocks living in it. I've got, you know, uh, iguanas. You know, we got a big orchid garden right there with about 400 orchids it's, on the it's, side. It's the I mean, best place in Miami. I love it. Yeah, that's right. And I'm under the trees. When I was up in like uh, Northeast Miami, I always felt like I was sitting in a friggin' broiler oven. I yeah. mean, it was just so bloody hot. And when I was on yeah. a Venetian Causeway living there years ago, same way, man. It's like, you just feel like you're in a microwave or an oven. But here, <laughs> it you feel like I'm in Costa Rica or something like that. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, you know, I, I do you know, go into the bar scene occasionally. They're all outdoors. So if anybody I know is listening, don't worry. I'm not doing anything stupid. Um, and there is a lot of talent around, but, um, you know, just kind of busy. Tired <laughs> I just realized your daughter doesn't still listen to this, does she? No, but I think my mom is. <laughs> <laughs> my dad probably is too now. He's going, that's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. Really sorry. Yeah, no, I didn't mean to do trust that. Trust me. She knows all about me. Okay. You know, yeah. All the good yeah. stuff, all the bad stuff. So oh good, good. That's awesome. All but, right, um, buddy. Listen, have yeah. a great Friday. 
Yeah, you too, Have man. Anything day. else? Let's. Uh, I got a ton to do, so you want to cut this short oh, today? Dude, I got so much to do. But yeah, don't so... disconnect. I want to talk to you a minute. Okay, uh, I'll stick around. Um, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please message me, B05Crypto, if uh, you want to be a reviewer of one of the Stacks Protocol projects or you just want to tell us what we should or shouldn't be talking about. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe uh, on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube. Rate us, review us. Uh, if you like us, if you don't like us, tell us privately. Don't put that on a review. And uh, we appreciate it. Tell your friends and family. Thank you very much. Have a great weekend. Love you. Enjoy the weekend. And don't get too stressed if you see a lot of volatility. There Talk you to go. you later. Bye-bye. I'm staying on for you.